Hello, and welcome to CineDrunk, the podcast where we are drunk on cinema, and uh, usually alcohol as well. Uh, brought to you by Cinemunch.com. I'm one of your hosts, Matt, joined by Nathan. Hello. And Elizabeth. Hi there. Welcome. Welcome. So, usually we are drunk on films, but today we're drunk on films for your television. <laughs> or I just don't know. TV. Also known as television. Also, also known as TV. <laughs> this is our special, um, so one thing that unites us here at CineDrunk, or at least Matt and I, is that we love award shows. So this is our Emmy special where we'll uh, be talking about mostly the acting categories, but we'll, we have Emmy madness here at Cinedrum. Sure do. What are we drinking? Yes. Yeah. Well, and as usual, um, it wouldn't be Cinedrum without a drink. So today we're drinking uh, watermelon, ginger, gin and tonic. Mm-hmm. So it's like your classic gin and tonic, but instead of lime, you have watermelon and ginger. So um, the recipe is pretty straightforward. We'll have it on the blog. Um, I'm sorry, website. It sounds a little more professional. Okay. Because um, <laughs> we're nothing if not professional. I was going to say, yes. that's how I um, define us. Yes, it'll be on the blog. Uh, so basically, you just slice up a bunch of ginger muddle it in the bottom of a martini shaker with some gin. Um, luckily for me, Matt br- bought this uh, really high-end gin. You can tell it's really high-end when it's in a plastic bottle and yeah. has a big orange sale sticker on it. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but gin gin. that's the perfect gin for mixing into this kind of drink. So that's great because you don't have to spend a lot of money on it. Um, and uh, basically, yeah, you, you muddle the ginger into the gin, you throw some watermelon chunks in there, let it sit for about a half an hour, and then you pour it over ice and add tonic to the top. And I have to say, it's quite delicious. This is the first yeah, time that we've had this, but I, I think it's nice and balanced and it's not too sweet, which no. I was kind of worried about. There's definitely a good um, amount of ginger. But we are using a sugar baby watermelon. That's true. Well, we've tried to make watermelon alcohol drinks before, and they have not been successful. So this is already a winner. Speaking of, I wonder who's going to win the Emmys. Um, Just in general, I mean, TV, I mean, year in, year out, people are saying how film is dying and television is the way to go, and that's totally, I mean, there are so many different platforms for viewing and absorbing television, um, and the quality is just... Off the charts. Yeah, and it's you, everywhere. you see a real expansion too now with Netflix mm-hmm. having a nominee in both Best Drama Series and Best Comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you have like all these new things that aren't even actually on TV. They're on internet, but they're right. television and um, and they have big budgets to produce. Totally. And, um, and it's also, you know, a platform because we all, if you listen to Cine Drunk, you know, I get on my high horse a lot about women and I shake my fists sort um, of what the are industry. we like two minutes in and you're already well, no, but, like that's you know that's <laughs> okay. the big thing recently is that there are more women roles Female interesting roles, roles but sure. even beyond that yeah. also like more I think total it's still depressing but like total number I was just reading of female writers and showrunners is like 27 percent Versus five percent like, in the film industry. If that, yeah, it's ridiculous. Behind it's the crazy. scenes, so it's it's um it's definitely a. And this year, there are a lot of visible, highly visible, uh, roles for women as well yeah. in in shows that are popular. Um, Correct. Right. Yeah. I mean, who knew and not that just people would like... watch a show with women characters? <laughs> I, right. I frankly, I don't actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've anyway. definitely watched more television in the past year than I have ever in my life. So that yeah. um, I'm I, one of the rest of them there. I did not. That's my big caveat for this episode. I I've watched uh, some shows religiously and I've loved them, but I haven't. I do not have the have the breadth of TV knowledge. You are probably more uh, akin, or closer to an actual Emmy voter then. Yeah, <laughs> right. so I'm sure they don't have much time to check all these out. Either. Which, so before maybe we get into our first category, we should explain too, since again, there's so much more both in categories and nominees than like the Oscars or something. The way voting works is once they have their nominees, 
the like in the acting submissions and writing and directing they have to submit a specific episode mm -hmm. and there are committees so also the committee voting on best supporting actor in a comedy is not the same committee necessarily voting on supporting actor in a drama supporting yeah. actor in a drama and it's not going to be the same people that voted on supporting actor in a comedy the year before right and the way the voting is supposed to work is that it's really supposed to be that you just watch those six episodes and pick the best performance out of those six, which means episode submission can make a difference, which Absolutely. is how you end up with Merritt Lever winning last year. Or James Spader being a three-time lead actor in a drama right. Emmy winner somehow. Right. That's the universe. Which show was that? Uh, For the Boston the Legal? Boston Legal. What it was I called? I don't even know. Or Tony Shalhoub for Monk. Yeah. Or Jeff Daniels last year for The Newsroom. Big speeches tend to do well. Yeah. Anyhow, let's jump right in. Um, let's uh, just briefly touch on the TV movie miniseries category. Um, they, again, this year split the TV movie and miniseries um, in two. Um, not the acting categories uh, for these, but the actual television movie and miniseries category. There's been sort of a, a lack of quality in, in those, so they, had them in the past few years, combined them. But they are again split. But I think uh, it's a good thing for the two frontrunners that they are split, because definitely Fargo uh, on FX, uh, you know, an adaptation of the, the Coen Brothers' 1996 Oscar-winning film, um, and The Normal Heart, uh, the HBO um, Larry Kramer, based on his play. I think those are definitely, you know, the, the behemoths in this Behemoths? 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 Uh, <laughs> in this in uh, these categories, and I think they're both going to definitely take their respective, you know, Fargo will take miniseries, and Normal Heart will take TV movie, and then from there, you know. I don't know, Lifetime, Bonnie, and Clyde. <laughs> just kidding, that's not going to win. I could tell you it's terrible just by watching the previews. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad for one reason I think it's not really fair to put up a TV movie where you're telling a story in two hours against a miniseries where you have anywhere from six to ten to thirteen hours to tell your story. Right, right. Um, so I think that makes sense. I'm also happy because The Normal Heart will win TV movie. I don't yeah. see any other way. And I think it's a shame because it was kind of shoddily done, in my opinion. I mean, it was like, I, let's be real, I cried. Oh, for sure. A lot while watching it, but I, I don't necessarily think it was the most sensitive no. or well done adaptation of that play. No, it wears its heart on its sleeve, and it gets like the emotions and the, especially you know the anger, right? You know, right. Larry Kramer could definitely take the writing for a miniseries or movie for you know adapting his own play into this you know fairly successful HBO telefilm, but it definitely has its issues, and I, Ryan Murphy will probably. Potentially win director. And that's He's always a problem. <laughs> it's true, though. It is. it is. I mean, the the moment I I learned that he was kind of behind the normal heart, I immediately lowered my expectations, and yeah. I'm glad I did. Yeah. Or wasn't as disappointed. I expected to take probably two, if not three, of the acting awards. I think Julia Roberts is going to take supporting actress oh, over no. Alison Tolman for Which Fargo. Makes me really sad. I, you know, Alison Tolman is so great, but she's doing like understated work. Right. In, and she has in what Fargo? In Fargo. Okay. She plays the well. It's a new character, really. It's a new character, but it's it's probably closest to the Frances McDormand yeah. in Spirit, and and she gets to be funny. She gets to be. The heart, like she has great character growth. She really anchors that. Definitely. Um, but she doesn't have a big, huge speech like Julia Roberts does. She does not. And she also is not Julia Roberts, which means if they're not actually watching. The other thing, you know, we talked about how they split up movie and miniseries in the big category, but not in the acting, which means if you're sitting down and you're an Emmy voter and you're supposed to vote, for miniseries, it's not like a series. Uh, the television series where the actors submit one episode. So, Julia Roberts, you only have to watch a two-hour film. Right. Alison Tolman, <laughs> You're it's like a ten-hour miniseries. <laughs> right. But I just mean, like, it's, it's much easier to watch yeah. something short and be like, oh, and it's Julia Roberts, and she's giving a big speech. Right. And in a wheelchair. 
so she should win, but... And she likely will. And I'm okay. I mean, you know, the acting in general in The Normal Heart is, is pretty great. And, you know, four of the supporting actor in a miniseries nominees come from The Normal Heart, which three of whom I'm totally on board with, Super one of which is Alfred Molina. I'm not sure what he was doing in The Normal Heart that warrants a nomination, but I do like Alfred Molina. I think one of them is going to win, too. I think Matt Bomber or Bomer, I never know how to say his name, has the edge, and I do think Behemoth. he was really, really great <laughs> in, in that. Um, otherwise, I would... If I had a vote, I would go with Joe Mantello. I thought, he, I mean, in his one big scene, he was fantastic. In yeah. The I mean, it's funny because Joe Mantello in the revival that just happened played the part that um, went on to be Mark yeah. Ruffalo in the film. And it's it's really, well, a shame for a number of reasons. But of everything, I that scene affected me the most in what didn't feel like a cheap way. Like yep. a lot of the other things when I was crying, it felt because of sort of the cheesy way in which it was shot and it was emotionally manipulative and not mm. necessarily honest, but his performance, he sort of loses his breath in his performance because he's getting so worked up. And I also lost my breath. Oh, yeah, it's like like, raw. Yeah. He, he would be my vote to win too. Um, mm. But I won't be unhappy if Matt, Bomer wins because he basically no. has the like Matthew McConaughey yeah, role lost of, a bunch of weight. lost a bunch yeah. of weight and blah 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 but he brings a lot to it beyond that so definitely and I thought he was better than Mark Ruffalo who was kind of a weak link for me and in, in the lead role he was 100% but I, a weak link for if me. I had to lock down a prediction for lead actor in a miniseries I would say he's going to take that as well yeah there's been a lot of talk about Billy Bob Thornton for Fargo, and I think if anyone could beat Mark Ruffalo, it would be Billy Bob Thornton. You know, he has the benefit of being an Oscar-nominated movie actor, mm -hmm. um, but the Women problem is he, and he's so good in Fargo, but the character is like always cool, calm, and collected. I mean, he's a he's a sociopath, yeah. <laughs> like a hundred percent a sociopath, which means again, there's no big scene, there's no big emotional shouting at the top of your lungs scene, which people seem to think means good acting. <laughs> good acting, yes. Um, and I think Cicely Tyson will take lead actress in a miniseries. Can't beat over, Cicely. Over some of the American Horror Story ladies. And, yeah. and Kristen Wiig. Poor Kristen Wiig. Okay, shall we move into comedy then? Let's. Let's make them laugh. Um, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's let's uh, let's start with uh, supporting. Let's do supporting actress in a comedy series. We'll say who we think will win and mm -hmm. who, um, who who we'd vote for. We would vote for of the six, and then if we think all six suck, who we would pick. Yeah, let's do that. Um, who do you think is gonna win? Um, well, I think it's going to be Allison Janney. For mom. For mom. I think there's a chance if it's not her, it'll be Kate Mulgrew for Orange is the New Black. Um, the problem with all the Orange is the New Black ladies and the series, it's a double-edged sword. The benefit is that they get hour-long episodes, but they have to share it with everyone else. Mm -hmm. And also, it's equally as much of a drama as it is a comedy. True. So, um, Tit Punch is the name of the episode she submitted. Alison Janney? No, oh, like, Kate, Kate Mulgrew. <laughs> that does not sound Kate right. Mulgrew, although Alison Janney's had something to do with like estrogen, of course, which is like menopause. But so yeah, she's going through menopause, and it's Alison Janney, and yeah, people love, love her, her on that show, yeah. and she's had quite a year. So I think it's going to be Alison Janney is who I think will get it. Um, Nathan, I tend to agree uh, that Allison Jenny will win because of the year she's had and because she's Allison Jenny and because I don't want to say the name of the person from Modern Family aloud. <laughs> oh, um, no. <laughs> I have nothing against her, really. She's won except twice. Except deep hatred. <laughs> um, no, not at all. I just... Uh, the thing about the Emmys is the same people win over and over. Often. Over, often. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> it would just be, you know, nice if that didn't happen. And I, I do think Alison Jenny will win. And I think if I were to pick, I would probably pick Kate Mulgrew from Orange is the New Black. Mm -hmm. But that being said, um, 
the only show I watch on here is Orange is the New Black. <laughs> so <laughs> that would You've be You've seen why. a few and episodes of SNL. So yeah, exactly. Kate, Kate, Kate McKinnon would definitely be number two. Yeah, she had a great, she's great year. I'm glad she got this nomination. And I'm glad that Anna Chlumsky still showed up for Veep, even though I, I don't think she has much to do on the show. She doesn't, she doesn't, and I think her episode submission, like when I, I think I'm probably the biggest Veep fan here. You are. Um, I'm probably the biggest television fan here, to be honest. But Probably. Um, but it's funny because I feel like she is very funny for the one thing, it's a very deadpan humor, which is very much the style of the show. Mm. Um, and the other thing is, though, she does really what a supporting actor should do. Mm. Both she and Tony Hale, because they're basically Selena Myers, Julie Louis Dreyfus's character, right hand and left hand. Right. And which means, even in scenes when they aren't necessarily speaking or necessarily like what they're doing in the background, what they're doing to create this world is what makes it so rich and so funny and such a great ensemble. But yeah. of course the problem with that is it's also sort of, I mean, that's why I'm so happy she got the nomination because right. she's never like pulling focus. She's never pulling focus yeah. because that is literally her job is yep. to support. Definitely. Um, well, I, I go back and forth on whether I think it's going to be Alison Janney or Kate Mulgrew. I'm tempted to say Kate Mulgrew um, because, you know, mom, it's a, first year show that didn't really get any other nominations. I don't know if I got any other nominations. And as much as they love Allison Jenny, and I know this isn't how the voting works, you know, it's two different committees or groups that are voting on these different categories, but I think Allison Jenny is almost a lock to win guest actress in a drama series it, yeah. for her work on Masters of Sex, which she's so good on that show. She is a national treasure. She'll probably win, <laughs> but this this Sounds category... Like you're selling a rare artifact <laughs> at an auction. She is. <laughs> she, she brought her into Antiques Roadshow, and she was I worth a million buy. bucks. Um, but uh, I don't know. The comedy supporting actress category also tends to whip out insane winners like last year no one saw Merritt Weaver coming for Nurse Jackie who would have foreseen Jamie Presley winning for My Name is Earl except for again with both cases they both had a really, really strong episode. episode submissions and mm. I've heard that Allison Janney also submitted really well a great episode well then she'll probably take it but I'm gonna I'm gonna say Kate Mulgrew and if I had a vote I would also go with Kate Mulgrew yeah I certainly would not be at all disappointed if Kate Mulgrew one, I would probably vote for her with a special nod in my heart to Anna. That said, we're all going to be wrong. It's going to be Maya Bialik for the Big Bang <laughs> no, Theory. Um, no. Let's move on to their male counterparts for a comedy supporting actor. Nathan, who who do you, who do you think is, is going to take I, this? I think I must abstain from this category. Oh, no. Um, because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, no I, I do care. Um... I, uh, the only show that I watch is Girls, and for some reason, Adam Driver bugs me just a little bit on that show, mm -hmm. and I, generally, I love him. I think he's great. I remember we, uh, saw him in, um, Angels in America, Angels in America mm -hmm. a couple years ago, and he was very memorable because he's just, yeah, just, he's just a cadence. distinctive, yeah face and cadence and manner and everything about him is is memorable and now all of a sudden he's this indie darling and i'm i don't star wars star wars well okay and beyond and i don't object to that at all um it's kind of like he's he's not very funny so can i vote for him as supporting actor in a, in, a com in a comedy. I mean, I know right. it's an actor in a comedy. It's not especially this past comedic season, actor. It was a lot. It's kind of, of an existential heavy. question. Right. Are you still worthy of an award <laughs> if you right. are in the wrong category? Well, I mean, there's a lot of. We'll get to it when we actually talk about comedy series. But I know that there's been a lot of discussion this year about Louis, which continues to be like an amazing series. But the more he Louis C.K. sort of takes this show, it becomes more and more of a dramedy. Same with Orange is the New Black. I mean, Same a lot of people think that's in the wrong category, but you could also, right. the flip side, drama series, you've got True Detective, which probably should be miniseries. Like, there's so much fluidity right well, now with all the categories. people are also right. watching or have watched season two of Orange is the New Black. Right. And I'm not going to give anything away, but of course that's going to color their perception of is it a comedy or a drama? And it right. certainly is more mm -hmm. of a drama in the second season. 
so far. I mean, I'm only We're a few not, up. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, getting back to su supporting. <laughs> that was anyway, little... for me to say I'm not going to participate in this category, that was a lot of time to take up. So <laughs> yes. You're welcome. You're welcome. Cheers. Thank you. Stained. Cheers. <laughs> you abstained by adding to it. I mean, actually, this is one of my, the categories that I'm most okay with, I think. With the nominees. With the nominees. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's no way, there's no way Adam Driver will win because he is not funny on the show and not because he's not funny. His part is not meant to be funny. Like, I mean, there are comedic moments, but yeah, it's But not. for the most part, it's not. And his, the episode he submitted, he's basically in one scene right especially when you put him next to like fred armison who right. kind of surprised to get his nomination for portlandia which similar to anyone who's nominated for snl it's like a sketch right. series he plays like within his episodes of mission like 20 different characters or something right. like that and these little sketches which are all you know based in humor right rather than correct adam driver but he has the benefit over like an snl person where you're also sharing it with 12 other cast members plus right. the host plus the musical guest and like so like with Kate McKinnon they have to watch that whole they have to get through a 90 minute episode just to see the like standout moment right, she has. Right. Fred Armisen is essentially the lead he's just submitted and supporting because um anyone in like a sketch comedy does it was the same with like Inside Amy Schumer she didn't end up getting a nomination but she had to submit and support supporting him. which is bizarre um, his, his episode is very funny, although I will say he actually gets a little upstaged in his episode by Jeff Goldblum, who oh. should have been nominated for Guest Actor in a Comedy, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Your favorite. My favorite. The Goldblum. Um, um who do you think's going to win? God. I think if I had to pick, I, I think it's going to be Tony Hale again. Because mm -hmm. that episode submission is... That episode submission is amazing. But he has a, only a slight edge over Jesse Tyler Ferguson, mm -hmm. who finally has a really strong episode submission mm -hmm. and is actually really strong in Ty Burrell's episode. That's true. Um, so he's got like two strong episodes. He's never won. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of, you know, a lot of affection for it. But I, I think if Tony Hale won last, because last year Tony Hale won for an episode where Selena gets high. Mm -hmm. And they like bond on the bed, and it's this very and like he and Julie Louis Dreyfus are just an amazing team. They have good chemistry. For they sure. have great chemistry, and again, his whole character about that support thing, but he gets to be more outwardly funny than Anna Klumsky, is just oh, always yeah. sort of lurking in the background. Mm -hmm. And so then when you get to see him have this moment with her, it's just, I, I think if he won it for it last year, I think he's going to win it again this year. That's your pick. That's who I think will win. All right, I. Every single year it's been on the air, I've predicted Ty Burrell, and I'm going to stick with that. I've been right twice and wrong twice, and I'm going to stick with him. I mean, I think he's aces on that show. No, he's and amazing. And Modern Family had a much better season this year than it did last year. Um, and, you know, we'll get to that once we get to comedy series. But I definitely think Tony Hale and, and uh, Justice Tyler Ferguson are, like, right on his, right on his back. Right but Ty Burrell him. did not have a great episode submission. I don't care. But that, I mean, that's why the first season, when the three were nominated, Eric Stone, Eric Stone Street, Eric Stone Street won because he submitted Fizbo, where he was literally dressed up playing a clown. A clown. Well, let's let's look out for Andre Brower too. The Emmys love him, True. but he's again not very funny. Just like deadpan. Right. Other people play off him. He's the right. straight man in, in his uh, series Brooklyn Nine Nine. Uh, if I had a boat, though, I actually. Probably just because he hasn't won, I, I would I would go with Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and I would love to see him win. I would probably that's who I would vote for of these. If I didn't have to choose one of them, I mean I feel like right now TV is so ripe with amazing comedic supporting actors, mm -hmm. but I would probably do Nick Offerman. I mean for Parks yes. and Rec. Parks and Rec for every category ever. Yeah, and the fact that he and Chris hasn't Pratt. even been nominated, and Chris Pratt, um, and the fact that he hasn't even been nominated is just can't talk about it. Killer. Um, what about the, the, the leading ladies of comedy? What do you say, I, Nathan? Ooh, starting mm -hmm. again. <laughs> well. Will Julie we drive his three-peat? I mean, yes. <laughs> I think, I think we'll win. I think I have to pick her. Yeah. Um, I've seen very little of that show, but what I've seen, she is... Excellent. She yeah. is. And hilarious. 
Um, and uh, if I had to pick who I would vote for, I mean, it would have to be Amy Poehler. Yep. Yeah. Always Amy Poehler. To be brief, I'm going to say the same things. I definitely think Julie Louis-Dreyfus. I see no reason why she won't continue to win like every year that show is on the air. It, the show continues to get better. She continues to get better. Just the more and more it's on, they just settle into those roles, and she is so good on that show and had a lot to do this past season. And I adore Amy Poehler with every ounce of my being, and I would love to see her with an Emmy. Um, I, well, I 100% co-sign Amy Poehler is my vote. I can't believe she doesn't have an Emmy. There's a good chance, depending on how strong this final season is, she's going to be like Steve Carell and never win an Emmy for one of the yeah. best comedic characters on television ever, in my opinion. So that's who I would vote for. I think it probably still will be Julia Louis-Dreyfus, but I might, just to be different, vote Melissa McCarthy. Only because... For who will win. For who will win. Oh, no, no. Only because I her episode submission is, like, really incredible. And she's Melissa McCarthy. Like, people in the industry really like her. That's her true. episode submission is incredible. And Julie Louis-Dreyfus, I love her. But if someone hasn't watched Veep, the particular episode she submitted, Crate, mm. she is not likable in... That's true. <laughs> 22 of the 28 minutes of that episode. Yeah. I mean, she literally at one point turns on her team and calls them all fucking losers. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's all justified and I love it, but if I'm someone who hasn't really watched the show and that's the one time I'm seeing her, I might be like, hmm. Next. Whereas Melissa McCarthy has a like really empathetic episode where you're totally on with her character. So I think I'm predicting an upset maybe in that category. What about the leading men? Elizabeth, who who's gonna take that Ugh, really terrible care. category? I don't care to be Seriously. honest. Seriously, <laughs> I'm so relieved to hear you it. say that because Ugh. I don't even know what some of these shows are. Yeah. Shameless, well, Derek. That, that's on Showtime, and the past like three or four seasons, it's been submitted as a drama. But this year, they switched to a comedy. Episodes. And he got <laughs> exactly. These are like. For many of these, this these are like joke. the only nomination. It's just a lead actor in a comedy because there's no... And there's so... I mean, there's so many other people they could have gone to. The Adam only Scott, show, come the, on. The only show on there that I watch or have watched, although I haven't seen this season, is Louis um, with Louis C.K. And I think he's the only one who deserves to be in that category. <laughs> um, kick all the rest of them out. Seriously. Just And I love Ricky category. Gervais, but I have not seen Derek... I have some questions about what type of character he's supposed to be portraying. Like, it seems like he's supposed to be mentally handicapped in some way, and I have a yeah, problem Yeah, like the humor stems from that, maybe. I don't know. I mean, same way, I have a problem with Jim Parsons winning year after year for basically making Asperger's a joke. Yeah. Um, I think Will win. Um, I think Ricky Gervais. I think because he was such a surprise to Getting even get in, yeah. and his episode is supposed to be really funny and the Emmys clearly love Ricky Gervais because Definitely. they awarded him for The Office and they also awarded extras. him for extras. Yeah. Um, I, I, that's who I think will win. If I had to vote of one of these six, again, it would be Louis D.K. because the other ones just don't even make sense. Or maybe William H. Macy just because he seems like a grand guy. <laughs> like he seems like a nice fellow. A nice fella. So throw him a bone. <laughs> but if I could pick anyone, I probably this season would have done either Chris Messina or yes. Adam Scott. Yep. Co-sign both of those two, Chris Messina and Adam Scott. Yeah. And I, I mean, I see no reason why Jim Parsons won't win again just because Ugh. there's, I mean, yes, Ricky Gervais could upset. Um, and I think as much as the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences likes Louis in general, um, or Louis C.K. as well. I I don't think acting is like right. the the main um, component of their their love for him. Yeah. Now that I'm now that I'm picking through the shrapnel that is this category, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have a a very firm will win, which would be Jim Parsons, mm -hmm. and that's really sad. Yeah, it'll be for America. Fourth, will it? When? Will it be his fourth? I think his third. Okay. I mean, he's a very talented guy. I. Yeah. I've never watched the show, but again, I mean, he had a good year just... too. He was pretty great 
in a more dramatic role in The Normal Heart. He was really good he was, in A Normal Heart. I loved Heart. him in A Normal Heart. Yep. Which I was surprised because I the kind Normal of just Heart. loathe him because of mm -hmm. Big Bang Theory. I've tried to watch it. I don't get it. It is not funny to me. Again, the like nerd stereotypes seem so like 1992. <laughs> is there a laugh track? Like, sure I feel is. like it's people who are not nerds trying to write what they think nerds are. It's laugh track. It's CBS. It's CBS. <laughs> and again, Jim Parsons' character. And I think he is doing the best he can with the character, but it just seems like they're like, let's laugh at people who have like disorders. Um, anyway, I don't get it. Well, let's move on to the big kahuna for, for comedy. Um, outstanding comedy series. Uh, nominees being The Big Bang Theory on CBS, Louie on FX, Modern Family on ABC, which has won the past four years. Orange is the New Black for Netflix, uh, this would be for its first season. Silicon Valley on HBO, and Veep also on HBO. What say you, folks? I'm going to go bold with this one. I actually think there will finally be an upset, and I think it's going to be Orange is the New Black. And the reason being in past years, I don't think any of the shows had quite enough steam, or they weren't new. I think it's harder to break into this category after it's not your first season to break in and win mm. because I think that there's not as much buzz happening mm -hmm. to overtake the one like just the set one but I think there was so much buzz the second season was airing as Emmy voters were being asked to vote on the first season mm -hmm. so it was like fresh in their minds they were probably watching new episodes as they're watching old ones yeah. I, I just think it maybe finally has enough power to overtake Modern Family yeah I go ahead, Nathan. Oh, <laughs> you don't want to give me any help. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> I actually agree completely. I think um, from my limited knowledge of the Emmys, uh, if Orange is the New Black is going to become the new flag bearer and win maybe multiple seasons in a row itself, this is the year when it needs to start. Yeah. Um, and I see it happening. I certainly think it's very possible that Modern Family wins. Mm -hmm. But I also, if I were voting, I would vote for Orange is the New Black. Even though I like the more dramatic aspects of it. Yeah. More yeah. so than the comedic aspects. But I agree. I The second nominations came out, I've thought... Modern Family is done, and it is time for Orange is the New Black, and that was, you know, I even thought that before I had even started watching Orange is the New Black, which Nathan and I have just recently uh, begun watching, um, which is hard, because Modern Family, again, I think had a better season this year than it has in maybe the past couple. For sure. And again, with comedy series, very only once has it not gone to a show that's not on a, a main broadcast network, like right. NBC, ABC, Fox, CBS... And that was Sex and the City for, I think it's final season was when so. it finally won. And that was sort of like it was owed and it had, a, you know, all of this goodwill in the industry towards it. Um, but I mean, I, you can say the same with drama. Drama just moved more quickly into take, like it used to be like it was a huge thing when The Sopranos got nominated because it was the first time I believe that a non-major broadcast show. Right. And now it's like in, And now it's like n nothing. None of the nominees are None even of the from nominees are even from. That's true. So That's I think true. comedy is just a little bit behind in that. A little bit. But I also see, I mean, a lot of the voters I think are, you know, just like the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, I think a lot of them are older white males, more than likely, who are, you know, more rigidly stuck in the, no, this is what television is. And Orange is the New Black. I mean, to have Netflix win a major series category would be huge. True, but 30 Rock won a bunch, and 30 Rock is like, I mean, it's a little like a little industry. It's very insidery in that way, but it's. Oh, I'm not talking about not. the quality or like the type of show. Just the fact that it's on Netflix. Oh. It's not on a. It's not a traditionally broadcast. But none of them watch broadcast. You'd be surprised. I'm just saying that, that that's another yeah, that's thing in, in favor of Modern Family. But I also think Orange is the New Black is going to yeah. take take this one. And I hope it does. If I had a vote, I would definitely go with that. And I have absolutely no problem with it being in the comedy category. I think it's similar to Ally McBeal in that it's definitely a dramedy. 
something right. like Gilmore Girls. I don't even know what category Gilmore Girls ever submitted in, but I know it was on the fence, could have gone either way. This one is the same, but I definitely think it's more, it's it's similar to Weeds, another Jenji Cohen who yeah. created this uh, show in that it's just its general tone is lighter and more comedic, even in its yeah. serious moments. What were you going to say, Nathan? Oh, just who are these voters? I mean, they're members of... Well, they're members of the certain... Academy of Television, Arts, and Sciences, which is massive so, I and mean, much, much bigger than... So obviously, you know, very few people, well, pretty much no one would have time to watch every episode of every oh, show that's not. ever on. But these are people who presumably watch television, so... Yeah, but it's also like the people that vote for the Oscar. I mean, they're people that work in the industry who don't have that much... Free. I mean, some of them, of course, consume a lot of television, but it's also like a lot of the behind-the-scenes people that have votes, you know, they rarely have any free time. Right. And they're, you know only going by, you know, the one episode that they actually watch or the general buzz or what other people are telling them to do. Yeah. I don't know. There, there are a lot of factors that... Well, okay. I think I would be torn if I had to vote for this category. Between. And not between Modern Family and Orange is the... I'd be torn between Orange is the New Black and Veep only because Veep actually makes me laugh harder than Orange is the New Black because mm -hmm. it has those... Uh, you know, the the drama elements, and also Orange is the New Black gets docked points for its horrible um, pregnancy storyline. You hate that The, the Daya whatever storyline. <laughs> it's terrible. It's wretched. But besides that, the, but the rest great. of the show is amazing. <laughs> and that's kind of, I'm, I'm shocked that we all agreed that we think Orange is the New Black will, will take it, will. it, and I hope it does. Probably it's going to be a big bang theory, and we'll all be sobbing on Emmy night. Oh, or Silicon Valley, because we didn't even talk about it, because who cares? Oh, God. <laughs> Awful. So it's about time to move on to drama then, right? Let's yeah. do it. Let's get dramatic. Um, let's, <laughs> let's start with um, drama supporting actress. I love that that was so monotone. Let's get let's dramatic. Let's get dramatic. Well, I'm an <laughs> understated actor. I wouldn't even be nominated. Because That's true. People yeah. wouldn't realize how Voice acting was. isn't here. <laughs> um, yeah, supporting actress drama, that's what we're starting with. That is correct. Yeah. I do not know much about this category, except that it involves supporting actresses in a drama series. It sure does. Um, it sure does. I, so, Joanne Frogger? Frogger? <laughs> Frogat, I believe. I would like to call her Frogger. 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 So, Frogger. Is, uh, which character is she? Jojo Frogger. She's um, Anna. Anna Bates. Bates's Anna, oh, wifey. So it's her the well, I think it's storyline. Yes, yes, she did. I think it's either I. Th no, she's not gonna win. Um, I'm gonna go with Anna Gunn. Breaking Bad will win. Should win. No idea. I concur that I think it'll be Anna Gunn again. I haven't watched a single second of Breaking Bad, even though I hear it's great, and I think she submitted Ozymandias or whatever it's Ozymandias, called. Ozymandias, yeah. Ozymandias, which, you know, the internet just flipped their shit over, that it's like the greatest hour of television ever. Yeah. And apparently she's really, really good in it, and she won last year, and I think, I, I don't see any reason why she won't win again. I think Christina Hendricks didn't have, like, anything to do in the... Um, you know, this first half of the last season of Man Man. Joanne Frogat, potentially, I think, we're done with awarding Maggie Smith for being amazing. Oh. I mean, she's <laughs> so good. She's always so good. But again, you know, the funny thing, like, I was thinking for guest um, actress in a drama, um, what's-her-face, is nominated for playing the Queen of Thorns on Game of Thrones. Di Diana, Diana Rigg. Diana Rigg. She's so good, though. And she's so great, but of course the problem is that she serves as comedic relief on a drama series. So when right. you're watching her performance next to actual, like, dramatic performances, That's true. you're like, you're funny. And I, it's the same thing with Beyond Being Old, and she is amazing. She's mostly comedic relief, especially in this past season. You know, in season three she had some great stuff with, Sybil's death and right. stuff like that that was like really moving and affecting. Now she's just the funny old lady who says stuff. Yeah, and I think they're Which even though it got in very well. Oh, absolutely, oh, yeah. she, amazing. Um, and even though Down and Abbey got into drama series, which many were expecting it to drop out this year, I think they're kind of done with it. I don't, I don't expect I Maggie 
Smith to take it again. I am not. A, we've discussed Game of Thrones, Elizabeth and I, at length because I finally watched. I like binge watched all four seasons within a matter of a couple weeks, yeah. and I was not a fan of Lena Headey. But this past season, she had a lot more to do. She was great. I'm glad she got the nomination, but I don't think she'll win, and I wouldn't vote for her. I think it'll be Anna Gunn of these six. I don't even know who I would vote for. I, I hear Christine Baranski is great, and I love her, and The Good Wife had a She could win. She could season, be, I apparently. think if anyone is actually going to upset Anna Gunn, I think it will be Christine Baranski. Um, and that episode is supposed to be really good. It's the same episode that Juliana Margulies submitted for mm-hmm. hers. It's right after a main, in case any of you watch, a significant person has died, and they're listening to, like, voicemails from this character. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so it's... Yeah, and apparently The Good Wife had, like, it's, you know, a total resurgence this season. It's best season ever. Some people were upset that it didn't get into best drama, Mm -hmm. so they could decide to instead award it here. Definitely. And, you know, she's won before, and not for The Good Wife, but, you know, she's been nominated every season that The Good Wife has been on the air, so that certainly says something. They, They do like her, and maybe she's bound to win one of these years. Yeah. Um, and they could be potentially over Breaking Bad. You know, it yeah. aired at this point a year ago. It's, it's final true. episodes, so they could. Is be anyone ever over Breaking Bad? No, they're no. definitely. I have not. also never watched a minute of it, but no. I have. I'm afraid to because I feel like the show is more addictive than meth. Is that what it's about? Oh, yeah. I mean, I was just I watching a Family know, Guy but... from I don't know how many seasons ago, and it was basically Peter like flips on the TV, and it's just like. Like, like brainwashing him and it's just like you will tell everyone you know that Breaking Bad is the best show ever it's the best thing you've ever seen except maybe The Wire and it like repeats that several times and it's totally like what which I've actually seen Breaking Bad I, I like it a lot I mean I think especially it's you know a good portion of that is Brian Cranston's performance and Aaron Paul really mm-hmm. um it started off really strong I think it got a little weaker in the mid seasons but this final stretch of episodes they knocked it out of the park and that episode she submitted is not only i mean it is hyperbolic but it's definitely one of the great episodes of television ever written and directed and it also is a probably the best moment for her character and for her acting wise so i don't i think again if you're actually talking about people not listening to the hype to whether or not Breaking Bad is the best show ever, I think if they actually are sitting down and just watching these six episode submissions, I think she would. She has the edge. She would still win. Yeah. And for the record, though, I would vote for Lena Headey. I love her. I love her take on Cersei. I think she's amazing. It's a good episode for her when she's in it because she plays the wedding. Oh, yeah. And she gets to play so many. She gets to play vindictive. She gets to play petty. She gets to play happy. She gets, to, and then of course her big scene at the end, tragic, heartbroken yeah. as the one thing in the world she cares about is taken away from her. The problem was, as is always going to be with Game of Thrones, because it's such a wide scope of a show. Yeah, with three million characters. With three million characters yeah. and three million locations, she's only in a limited amount of that. Right. Um, if I had a vote of anyone that's not on here, I would be tempted to vote for Anit Mahandru, um, who's on the, the Americans. Americans. I'll probably mention the Americans in every category from here on out in the drama series categories because it is far and away, I think, the best show on television. It is so good, and its second season was incredible. I yeah. And I, I would vote for Maisie Williams for Arya yes, Stark love. in Game of Thrones. Um, but I would actually throw my weight behind Sandra O, oh, who's it was her last season on Grey's Anatomy, which yeah. somehow I'm still watching. <laughs> you still watch that? I know. Well, I never actually watched it when it was on TV. I just, you know, <laughs> one of those Netflix caught up on it a few years ago, and now I somehow still watch it, and it's been on for like ten years, and it just sucks away time from my life. But, <laughs> but the fact that she never won an Emmy for the show is it's is true. ridiculous. Especially she didn't have a great last season. The show is, you know, not right. what it once was. Not that it what it once was was great <laughs> no but she was great like she's she incredible was, she was she and she's uh, better than the show she and Chandra Wilson in those first Several couple seasons, of yeah. seasons were like what took it from just being a sappy soap because they were doing like incredible work and I can't believe that Katherine Heigl is the only is the acting Emmy winner for that show and it's and I don't even mean to like Katherine Heigl is fine and I yeah and she was good on the show and she was good on the show but compared 
the subtle and amazing work that the two of them were doing is. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's kind of a shame that the one acting winner went to the blonde movie pretty star. Pretty white girl. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Which, well, anyway. speaking of pretty white girls, Anna Gunn, we, we are quite positive is going to win this category. Let's move on Naturally. to supporting actor. Yeah, but actor. she's like in her 40s. No, I know. Her she's time is over. Her. She's dried up. <laughs> That's I'm true. Kidding. She's near I'm retirement. I'm so kidding. <laughs> 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 Moving on to the gentleman, uh, supporting actor in a drama series. This one's so hard. Yeah. It well, is. I, to predict who's going to win. Right. All I have to say is Mandy Patinkin, holla, <laughs> to quote the great Claire Danes. Yes. <laughs> Who I used to despise and now I love. And yeah. it's, it's very confusing to me. Um, <laughs> but no, I think that 100% Aaron Paul will win. He would be the first three-time winner in this category ever. But you guys, he's on Breaking Bad. <laughs> I know. I, I can't tell whether or not Breaking Bad is going to win like everything. Like they're just going to throw at all the Emmys. Like, congrats, we love you. We're yeah. going to miss you. Or if they're like, nope, you had your time. You won last year. Here's a couple. Well, that's Emmys. the thing is because it wasn't like last year. Anna Gunn won. Um, it finally won series. It finally won yeah. series. So Brian Cranston has won several times before. Aaron right. Paul has won twice before. So I don't know if it's, and like you said, I mean, there is something to the fact that it all aired a year ago, and so now in the discussion you have House of Cards, True Detective, not that they're all in the same categories, even Orange is the New Black, like, there are just all these new sort of zeitgeists. Right, hogging attention. Hogging attention from Breaking Bad. I don't think, I think it was a weird, because I have actually seen all of Breaking Bad, I think it was a weird episode submission from him. Mm. I don't think it was... His best or strongest, he's sidelined for a lot of it, Aaron Paul. Oh. Um, I think that there could be, and it's not just my Game of Thrones love clouding my judgment, I think there's this real strong chance that Peter Dinklage could come back and win again. I agree. I think he had a much better season this year than his first season when he won, which I did not think was that He also, you know, I mean, the problem again with Game of Thrones is that there's a good portion of the episode that any given character is not in. However, I he's think... He's a lot of highlight moments, though. I think this... Well, the episode he submitted is the one where he's on trial. trial. Right. And I think the trial is the last half hour of that episode. Mm -hmm. And he gets to do everything. I mean, his reaction... I mean, half of his stuff is just reaction shots to the people that they've called up as witnesses against him. Mm -hmm. And when they have, I'm trying not to spoil it in case some people are behind, but when they have the surprise witness come in, yeah, like all of that is completely nonverbal and it's crushing. And then he gets to give a big speech. Right. And which it is like, Emmy voters love big speeches, a big speech, which they love, but he's so good. I mean, like, yeah, that's what this character has been. It's a turning point for the character and the mind space that he's been in and sort of the like, overall lightness of character to mm -hmm. Tyrion, the sort of laissez-fairness right. to his smartness, and it's like a turn to like, oh no, shit's And he plays it really well. Real. He plays it really well. So I think he would be, I think he's a potential spoiler. He would also be my vote, but I think he could spoil. I think just about anyone could spoil. The only one I would say doesn't have a chance oh, Jim would Carter. be Jim Carter for Downton Abbey, which I, this is his Your... second... Or third nomination? I don't... Yeah. It might it's, be his third. It could be his third nomination. I don't get it. I really don't. He's great. I love him. I love he's, Carson, he's Mr. Imelda Staunton, and that give, that wins you a lot of points in my book. True. But I don't know what he's doing that is warranting this. If Homeland had been as universally praised in its third... Wow, is this already its third? Th yeah, it's third yeah. season. As it was in its first, maybe even arguably its second, I would say Mandy Patinkin has a better chance, and I think he had a lot to do in the third season. And I still really like that show. I think um, Mandy Patinkin should have won last year. I think last yeah, year was I his better... I thought he better... was going to win. I did too. Yeah. And last year was his better episode submission. Yeah. I could definitely see Josh Charles winning for The Good Wife, yep. similar to Christine Baranski. You know, it's just that the show had a really resurgent year, just in viewers and critics, you know, every, across the board, it was um, universally a, a loved season. Nathan's has gone to 
fall asleep on the couch now that we're just continuing also, to Also, the final person in Supporting Actor who unfortunately could win is John Voight. Just because he's John Voight. Everything I've read, that show is terrible. I don't know how he got nominated. And he just, like, chews the scenery apart. It's, like, way over the top. But he but won the Golden could, Globe. I know that. He's a movie star. Ugh. Oh, you know, he could do it. Um, but I, I also think, star. and I, I mean, I'm a little hesitant now that you've said his episode submission isn't great, but I think Aaron Paul will, will three-peat. But my my spoiler would be Peter Dinklage. Mm-hmm. And watch John Boyd is going to win and we're all going to cry. Probably. Apparently it is the Emmys. The Emmys never get it right. So never. we should really be we should really be saying that Jim Carter is a lock. <laughs> and who would your vote be of these six? I already said mine was Dinklage. I, I would stick with Mandy Patinkin. I would have given it to him last year and I would give it to him again this year. I think the work that he's doing on that show with Claire Danes and just on his own is really, really top-notch and who is your who's who does your holla you, go to you woke me up <laughs> um mandy patinkin gets my holla holla yeah, i figured i figured yeah. mm-hmm. um moving on to lead actress in a drama what a category this one is a oh, tough category a too again i think the only person who doesn't have a shot is michelle dockery for downton abbey that's fine especially Probably. i like her I mean, her first, she submitted the first episode of season four, which is where she's in mourning, mm-hmm. which on a different show, you would think a person mourning their soulmate would be like big fireworks, but basically the way Lady Mary mourns is walking around the house Moping, yeah. It's not a particularly sympathetic take, like she's sort of ignoring her child, like, I think it's... I think she's fantastic on the show, but... No, listen, yeah. I love Michelle Dockery, I just don't think it's... Emmy winning. Yeah. Agreed. Who do you who do you think it's gonna be? Well, until today, when I looked back over the Emmy submissions, I thought it was gonna be Julianne Margulies. Mm-hmm. Um, again, that episode is the same one where she's grieving. Yep. The death. Might as well say it. If you don't know Everyone that Josh knows. Charles dies, he dies, guys. Get over it. He's dead. <laughs> so she's. <laughs> oh, I I can't believe it. <laughs> I quit. I'll never watch that show now. It was next on my list. Now you know. Um, So I did have her, but especially because I think the homeland fervor is over, but actually now I think it's going to be Claire Danes because she she submitted the last episode of the third season, which, again, involves a character mourning for their lover and whatever, but it's very powerful like it really is the third season did not work it didn't even get nominated for best drama but her performance in that episode because that character i mean that character elevates that show it's such a great character and she's so well cast and robert and robin wright totally whiffed it when she picked her emmy submission she She did she won the globe you know that show is almost more popular than ever i i almost would have said robin wright but I probably would have before the episode submissions came what, what episode? She did the f- the very last episode. The finale of season two. Of season two. Where she definitely should have done the one where she does the interview, the live yes. yeah. TV interview where she reveals something major for the character and for the show. And yes. it's very Claire-focused. And, and she's also sympathetic in that episode. Absolutely. In a way that she's not always in the show. Yeah. Um... I mean, not that she has nothing to do in the finale, but it's, you know, it's not as focused on her, like, Lady Macbeth right. Ian ways. Especially when you have Juliana Margulies and Claire Danes yeah. mourning significant people in their lives. And Claire Danes doing it in the big Claire Danes cry face yeah. way we love. I was ready to write off Claire Danes. Just, I, I don't, I don't see her winning a third time, as I said, for Mandy Patinkin. You know, I think um, Homeland is... Homeland. Homeland is uh, <laughs> behemoth. Um, Homeland is, uh, you know, it's gone way downhill in terms right. of just the critical reception toward it. I still think it's a really stellar show, and I would have potentially even included it in my nominees for Best Drama. Um, but I, and a brief shout-out to Lizzie Kaplan on Masters of Sex. I'm so glad she got this nomination. Also, and I think she I could think surprise. She could, and I would be super happy with it. She submitted the pilot, which is... She has a lot to do. Has a lot yeah. to do, and that would have been in my vote for best drama series. Uh, but my prediction 
uh, is actually going to be Kerry Washington for Scandal, a show I've never watched. Scandal. I know what a scandal. I I mean there was all of that buzz last year, like oh it's time. You know she had all of that narrative of you know right. a black woman needs to win, and thankfully just that being like the sole narrative like less about the quality of the work has sort of died down. I've read that she's submitted a really good episode. I don't watch the show, but I think there's a lot of competition within the category and I th think it's popular enough and that she is well liked that she could be a surprise winner. Yeah. What do you think, Nathan? I think <laughs> you don't say. How's that drink? It's great. <laughs> I I think Claire Danes will win. All right. And who would your vote be? My vote would definitely be Robin Wright. Um, of course, I, for one, and I suspect you two as well, are not really playing by the same rules as the voters when you're voting for who should win. It's not like you're judging just on the right. one episode, Correct. for example. Correct. Yes. Um, and House of Cards really speaks to me as a... You know, stylistically, Machiavellian. it's yeah. just uh, everything about it Murderer. is perfect for my tastes, and I I love her character and I love her performance of it. Um, so that's what I would say. I would love it if Kerry Washington won, though. Um, mm -hmm. I don't watch that show either, but I don't watch any of these shows besides. Oh wait, I do. Downton Abbey, House of Cards, and Homeland. Yeah, you can, can you tell I'm reading off a list. Yes. I actually would be okay with any of the six of these women winning. Agreed. If Juliana Margulies wins, they're going to cut to her hot husband in the audience, and that's so okay hot. with me. <laughs> I mean, that would be the only reason why I, should, I would be okay with her win. Um, I would be tempt I would love to see Lizzie Kaplan win, just because I really love Lizzie Kaplan. But yeah. um, I would also, if I had to vote, I would vote for Robin Wright, which is such a turnaround for me because... You don't I, like her did not like her in the first season. I didn't like that character. I right. didn't like her performance of it. I was kind of angry when she got the nomination last year. And then second season, it like all fell into place. And I was like, okay, I get it. I get what she's doing. I get what the show is doing with her. It gelled. It worked. And she delivered. Interesting. I, I think of the three of us, I probably like House of Cards the least. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I do like it. I think it's... I, I think it's good. I think the writing is sharp. Mm -hmm. I was much more sold on Robin Wright's performance in the second season, which mm -hmm. made me enjoy the second season more, yep. even though I think still think the best actor and best character they had on was Corey Stoll in the first season, and I can't talk about his snub because... Anyway, I also just love Corey Stoll, but I thought he was great. Yep. Um, I'm not... I mean, we're moving over into lead actors, so I'm just mm -hmm. going to go ahead and say I don't like Kevin Spacey's performance. The accent doesn't work for me. You guys know, I mean, Peter Dinklage has to do a lot of other stuff to overcome the bad English accent, but I'm yeah. going to forgive him. But Kevin Spacey with the, also the asides to the camera that you're oh, taking. I love it. It's so good. Oh, it's perfect. Um, so I like that the least. So I don't think I would vote for Robin Wright Penn. Uh, Robin, no, sorry. Oops, not anymore. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, her attorneys are <laughs> sending you hate. I, I think if I had, but that's, it is a hard category because I really would be happy to see any of them win. But I would probably vote for... Lizzie Kaplan, only because I love her work and I love that it's such a like feminist show. It really is. So. Oh yeah, it's a strong female character. Well, they're all they strong all are. female characters for sure. Especially, it manages to be a strong female character as well. Also talking about female sexuality, which mm -hmm. most things seem to think that you can either have one or the other. It can either be yep. a sexual character and then have no characterization, or it can have a lot of characterization, but you can't really broach sexualize it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so moving on to lead actor in a drama. Another who's, who's tough gonna, category. Who's going to win, guys? I I couldn't say. Wow. I, mean, I last was year, shocked Jeff Daniels that Jeff Daniels won. won, and I think that was a one and done. I would put him sixth of these six gentlemen. Agreed. With John Hamm being fifth. I just don't or think he's ever going to win for the show. Or um, Hamm sandwich. Which is too bad, but... You know, if it didn't happen already, I don't think it's going to happen. Ooh. Okay. I don't even know. I'll help you out. Brian Cranston will win. <laughs> and why is that? He's on Breaking Bad. 
<laughs> he hasn't won the past several years. I haven't, I haven't heard much about this show. Tell me. <laughs> oh, you'll love it. It's the best thing since The Wire. Wait, who's who won last year, for example? Jeff, Jeff Daniels. Daniels. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, no, I... It is very hard. Because I would, I would say Brian Cranston for sure, but Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson kind of... No, I'm going with Brian Cranston. It's just what it is. So am I. And I think even more so than Aaron Paul, I think... And not quite Anna Gunn. I think she's more of a lock of the Breaking Bad actors. But Brian Cranston, I think, you know, really brought a lot of attention to the show at first because he was already well-known. And there's such intense industry goodwill for him. He just won the Tony for Best Actor mm-hmm. in a Play. I think he's going to be hard to beat, but Matthew McConaughey is the likely winner. I, I just think he's Woody Harrelson is going to siphon off some votes from him. Um I, and I, I was not okay with McConaughey steamrolling through the Oscar season and winning for stupid right. Dallas Buyers Club, but I thought he was excellent true detective, and I wouldn't mind his, his winning here, and I don't think it'll be Kevin Spacey. Right. So narrowly Cranston over McConaughey for me. Yeah, I actually agree. I've gone back and forth. I think the other thing is, again, trying to think about from the point of view, Brian Cranston has a great episode submission, um, and Matthew McConaughey's, I believe is the season finale. Mm-hmm. I think so. Which is just not, the final episode of that show was not strong. That's true. I mean, the it's, series started better. Than and it's did. not a particularly strong one for his character because a lot of it is them just like looking. So a lot of it is plot driven. And then the parts that are not, he does have that moment in the hospital at the end. I loved that moment. But he gives these like, I don't know, his speeches were a little bit like, high dudes in a college dorm for me that I was yeah. like, ugh, I get it at a certain point. So I could see that right. maybe... Especially if you're not used to it, if, like if you haven't watched the rest of it. Thing, yeah. Like I can see that part of his performance not resonating, which is why I think it will still go to Brian Cranston. I feel like he'll get a lot of, McConaughey will get a lot of votes from people that haven't even watched it. But too. I will say I would rather Matthew McConaughey had an Emmy for this performance than an Oscar for the one he has an Oscar for. Yeah, so. I agree. Um, and... Who would you vote for, just quickly? I mean, I wouldn't vote for any of those six, I don't think. I would, hands down, be like, Matthew Rice for the Americans, here are seven Emmys for whatever you want to do for the next seven years. Like, here's one for the first season of the Americans, here's one for the second season, and I know you will earn these next five, because he is so good on that show. Oh, I love that show. That's probably who I would vote for, too, actually. I guess I'd vote for Kevin Spacey, because it's the only show... On here that I watch. <laughs> good. That's a good reason. Um, Top I would dog. obviously actually vote for James Spader just because. No, I'm kidding. I hate James <laughs> Spader. James Spader unsettles. I'm glad he did not get nominated. So glad. Um, so for drama, we have Breaking Bad, Downton Abbey, Game of Thrones, House of Cards, Mad Men, True Detective. What's gonna win, you guys? Breaking Bad. Hmm. Let me think. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad with the possible spoiler of True Detective. Yeah. Um, but True Detective shouldn't even be, this is category fraud. I agree. Next season is going to be an entirely new cast, entirely new story, much the way American, American Horror, Horror Story. story. Yeah. It absolutely should have been a miniseries. I'm glad it's not because it would have beaten Fargo, even though Fargo is, in my mind, better. way better. Yep. Um, I was not a big True Detective fan, in case you can't nope, pick either. it up. Um, I also think True Detective is a little dark, and I don't see a lot of women or older voters right. responding as much as critics and people on the internet. It's also very obtuse. Like it's that's true. It, you know what I mean? It's not something as easily graspable. <laughs> true. Um, and I think Breaking Bad, with its being its last season. I'd be very surprised, but True Detective could be the upset. I don't think any of the others could win. I don't think so. I would love for Game of Thrones to have more of a chance, and I think it had a, a great season. I think it's his but best I think season yet. Genre bias, and uh, just when Breaking Bad and True Detective are, are there, I, yeah. don't, I don't see it overtaking those two. Which, that's what I would vote for. I would vote for Game of Thrones. Um, I also would have maybe voted for Masters of Sex had it gotten mm-hmm. in, but it didn't. Potentially, yeah. Um... I think the scary thing for Game of Thrones, if the books are any indication, 
season four might be its highlight oh, no. because the books kind of go in strange and crazy places. <laughs> Whereas like season four is basically finishing off book three, which is pretty much regarded as like the best, the best book in the series and and the most game changing and complex. Anyway, so I'm worried that this was its best season and it ended up going up against the last Breaking Bad and the True Detective. Right. So I don't think it'll ever win. Plus, it's a genre show and yeah, all that. Uh, if I had a vote, I would. I also really loved the first season of Masters of Sex. I would have been totally on board with that getting nominated. But I think we all know that I'm going to say The Americans <laughs> is the best show on TV right now, and that <laughs> should be the Emmy winner. <laughs> Guys, I think he's a Russian spy. It's possible. <laughs> Not saying, just saying. This is you, a wig. What would you vote for? I would vote for House of Cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's really between House of Cards and Downton Abbey. And Downton Abbey is still watchable. <laughs> but <laughs> it's going steadily downhill. So yeah. I certainly wouldn't vote for it for best drama. Um, real quickly, we're all very upset that RuPaul's Drag Race was not nominated for... Right. And I didn't expect it to or predict it to, but it's no. definitely one of the best reality competition shows on TV. It's yeah. so well produced. It knows its audience, and RuPaul is the best. What well, She or Kat Dealey, or he, I guess, or Kat Dealey are the best you reality... You can call me he, you can call me she. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I forget the Are the best quote, but reality anyway. TV hosts out sure. there. And she should have been nominated. Bow show. Um, also, while we are talking about transgendered issues, as excited mm-hmm. as I am for Laverne Cox, mm-hmm. I think that guest comedy actress for female, that was mm-hmm. not at all the English? correct Hello? way of it's putting those drink. words together. Cheers. Got a case of the old Sarah Palin's, just oh, no. <laughs> stringing random words together. Um, but I think, I, I think Uzo Aduba will and should absolutely win for Orange is the New Black. That's crazy eyes. I think her performance is genius. I can't remember the last... I mean, I'd heard so much about her before I finally watched the show. Same. So I had high expectations, but I couldn't couldn't even place it. She consistently made me, like, tear up and rewind throughout both seasons, and the episode she she has submitted for her is great. It's the one where she comes up with the song and calls her dandelion and tries the lesbian request denied. Directed by Jodie Foster. Directed by Jodie Foster. It's also Laverne Cox's episode. Um, oh, yeah. I also love Natasha Leone on that show. Yeah. Um, she's great. But her. I think Uzo, like, if I only could give out one Emmy to anyone for the whole year, I think I would give it to Uzo. Because oh. high praise. It's um, one of the best performances I've ever seen. It's so good. She's great. Yeah. So that that's... Uh, our, I guess, teledrunk uh, <laughs> television. Uh, Did we say what date and time? No. I was just going you, to say. Why don't well, you do the honors? Let me do the honors. Wait, when are the Emmys? We're talking about the Emmys? When are those? <laughs> well, wouldn't you know? Oh, oops. They're, <laughs> they're on a Monday. Crazy town. So, first of all. What Monday? I said you heard, you heard correctly. Monday. Um, August 25th all right. on NBC. Hosted by? Host, Seth Meyer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well done. So tune in and see just how wrong we are because the Emmys always get it wrong. And stay tuned because we'll return to the world, world, the worder, oh, the, the world of film for our summer wrap up. Thankfully for all. Yes. For all Happy watching. <laughs>